please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the Nicolas Cage podcast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. My name is Linda, but this week you can call me Jesus R. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> no, just I'm, Jesus R. <laughs> I'm Donnie, and you can call me Plague Bearer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Adrian, and I don't feel that well either. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and who that? Oh, sorry. And I'm Andy, but for this very special occasion, you can call me Yensid Fantasia. Yes. Mm. El Magico. Awesome. <laughs> yes, Andy El is joining soul. us from Geek Salad. Woo. Yay. Yay. With croutons. So excited. So excited. Tossed. <laughs> I like it when it does my salad. <laughs> I, I, our cousin Wendy was saying like a long time ago that uh, she found a place that will do erotic nudes. And I was asking if I paid for it, if she would, uh, like, as, as an anniversary gift to her husband, if they would pose for a picture. And I said, you can keep it in the kitchen. And her husband said, yeah, we'll call it Toss My Salad. <laughs> I thought, what could possibly make a better a better gift? But I guess we should be saving that for our parents' anniversary gift. <laughs> well, speaking of healthy alternatives and leafy greens, we're doing a movie where Cage portrays Balthasar Getty, who <laughs> needs to feed Morgan Le Fairchild with the help of the Prime Meridian, the point of geography. Yeah. Uh, hey, am I the only one who can uh, only get off when wearing pointed old man shoes? <laughs> I mean, you love them a lot. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, we're here to talk about the Sorcerer's Apprentice today. Uh, we could <laughs> skip it. It was in our way. It was almost good. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that the box that you checked, Donnie, on the on the piece of yellow paper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't get to look because it blew away, and then later yeah, I'll tell you at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, my daughter, my, my, my son, my daughter, and I watched this, and my daughter is on my side with, wow, not good, daddy. And my son's like, I loved it. I loved it. And he's like, he's, doing, he's seven. So he does like these okay. little things that just do magic. And he's like, for a week, he's just fucking magicking all over the place. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just like the actors, all you have to do is sort of push your hand out there and be like, oh. And the other person's like, oh. <laughs> It's like you're gonna, in stage. post, you're gonna make us look like we're not just screwing around, right? It's like, oh yeah, I know in post it'll look awesome, really. Wink, wink. Congratulations, Cage. You made uh, Ian McKellen's faces in X3, The Last Stand, look somewhat <laughs> legitimate. Uh, yeah, I, you know what this reminded me a lot of was was that uh, that that uh, freaking um, that movie, The Covenant, um, by uh, by the director of Deep Blue Sea and Die Hard Two, uh, Rennie Harlan. Did you guys yeah. ever see that? It was like That's on our list for bed knobs and broomsticks. It's Broomplex. like a uh, I, I, I like own Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> you own, well, no, everybody saw Deep Blue Sea, but, yeah. but by the time The Covenant came out, people were like, I don't know, Rennie Harlan, maybe I'm never going to watch your movies again. Yeah. <laughs> Although 12 Rounds was pretty good, but that did have the power of John Cena. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, listeners, I should uh, warn you that Donnie's uh, this week. Donnie's got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extended listening to this podcast may result in infection. <laughs> We're all up in your ears now. <laughs> That's right, uh, Mallory. We're living in all the oceans. Do you believe in fate? <laughs> He, he's got it, but you should see how Adrian tr uh, treats him, just like anybody else. He's, he's an angel, perfect. I angel. didn't even take him in the ribs like I wanted to. <laughs> God damn it! The impulse was there. I'm sorry, we're you making know, a bunch of references to uh, uh, "It Could Happen to You." 
<laughs> like, <sighs> sorry. <laughs> you know, the only thing that I actually asked my doctor aside mentioning the pains in my chest was, is it normal to listen to Tom Jones like 24 seven? And he just shrugged and said, God it's not it. unusual. <laughs> 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 you son of a bitch. Well, other men just talk. <laughs> Having your kids' reaction to this film is pretty much how this movie felt because it kind of went like it could have been good, but it's not. <laughs> it's like it had moments where it's like, yeah, this is kind of interesting, but it's not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's gone almost right away. Uh, that's the power of John Turtletop. How can you go wrong from giving your hero all their powers at the end of the movie and decide near the middle of the end of the film, oh, we should probably train you. <laughs> and then and then Cage, who the whole movie is all like, you're the prime meridian, you're that line through England, and then at the end is like, oh, you are the one. It's like, what's yeah. the matter, Cage? Were you just leading me on? <laughs> Yeah, um, he was the primer lineage, Donnie, so he I, didn't need I, much training, just a quick montage. So <laughs> he's Ray Skywalker. <laughs> he's the one. Uh, he found out that there weren't no spoon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's another John Turtletop, Brookheimer, Cage, Disney joint coming at you. Yeah, all all over again here. The third time's really the charm. Uh, oh yeah, and another one that's not on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yes, oh, good, uh, not until uh, Halloween. Side money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's coming to them on a, uh, or the day before Halloween. Wow. You know, there's a lot of older Disney movies that Disney just disowned and got put out by other people eventually. Like maybe maybe this should just be one of them. <laughs> They'll get rid of this and they'll bring back Song of the South. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the trade-off they'll make, I guess. I mean, by comparison. I see no problem. So uh, so this this got inflicted on the public on uh, July 14th of 2010. And it cost $150 million. And that was a lot of money back then, by the way. Um, back in and, uh, it, it barely squeaked by with uh, $215 million in the international box office. Uh, and so in Hollywood terms, that's a bomb. Uh, this opened at number two behind Despicable Me, which was actually several weeks along. And there was basically nothing else, like, even new in release that week. So this this had essentially no competition, and it still couldn't still couldn't bring in the bacon. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember this seeing this trailer and thinking it was a fever dream. <laughs> right? It, no, exactly. It's like it's like you you didn't really go to that level of badness, you know. It's kind yeah, of it was it's just kind of, it, it reminded me a you, lot of uh, you ever you ever read Penny Arcade, the the webcomic Penny um, Arcade? No. There's there's the one where where they where they reference this this obviously made up fantasy series called Lord of the God Kings. And there's there's a there's a sorcerer called Grim Shadow. And he has he has like Wolverine claws that are wands. <laughs> like I am Grim Shadow, said Grim Shadow, and oh. I have come to rule hard. Fantasia is one of my all-time favorite Disney animated movies. So the well, the you must have enjoyed that. Eyebrow went up. Oh, the, the, the fever had it. But right here in the trailer, you see that the wizards like appearing in sports cars and shit, you know, and it's like, oh no. Oh yeah, this speaking of which. The uh, the Phantom was uh, was Nick Cage's personal car. Oh, like the, the, the Rolls Royce. Royce, the old Rolls oh. Royce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to believe he went broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, what, what what happened there? You know, uh, he could have solved all his problems. He could have just sold that to Clive Cussler. I mean, that guy's an idiot. You know? <laughs> but the car missed. <laughs> Dave, you can get in the side here, but you got to clear these dinosaur bones out of the passenger side. <laughs> like so you, you you just left that car in a parking garage in new york city for 10 years and it didn't get stolen or keyed or nothing wow untouched untouched <laughs> magic <laughs> you know he's been all my brain so it stays clean 
<laughs> oh, oh, the brain thing. The freak. Yeah, every every movie nowadays, it's all like you know, humans only use two percent of their brain. It's like, well, yeah. maybe maybe the screenwriter only uses two percent of their brain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta tell you guys, I'm I'm being a classy uh, broad tonight because I what have. Are you uh, I know, right? I'm I'm working from home, so I also have my laptop set up over here, uh, my work laptop, and I really don't want to uh, spill any of my wine on it, so I'm sipping wine out of a, a sippy cup today with a straw. <laughs> well, you drink out of a big boy glass. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm a if, if you do spill some of that wine, don't forget to take that pearl. <laughs> Oi. Um, but um, I have to say, I've got a beef with this fucking movie because... Just uh, one? Well, okay, a couple. But my major one is, in the beginning, I was like, is that Ian McShane? Yeah. And, yeah, sure enough, it's Ian McShane as the narrator, but for some fucking reason, he's not credited. What the hell? I actually thought he was going to appear at some point, like either as Merlin or actually as Horvath. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, uh, yeah, um, oh, man, yeah, this is, um, this is Cage's Shop of Mystical Wonders. <laughs> yes, it is. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised. I really thought this was going to be like two movies because it felt like they just kind of crammed two into one film. Oh, yeah, it well, is in a bit of a rush. I would have really liked to see like, the first part of this, like all the medieval yeah. stuff, as one movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you know you're in for it anytime a movie has two prologues. Uh, you're <laughs> yeah. screwed. And it, that, that, that's that's how you know it's like oh there was a pile up. There's like four writers. No, nothing was decided. They just did both. And there's a stinger at the end of the credits where they're like, oh, this movie's going to yeah. make like like a billion dollars. We're going to have sequels, plural. <laughs> I mean, this it worked out about as well Percy as when uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Alex Ryder's Stormbreaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but um, no, this this worked out about as well as when Disney made a movie out of the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Which Eddie Murphy and everybody else involved is grateful that you forgot about. <laughs> That's another one that could have been so fucking great. Like, I got yeah. excited for it. Well, the, I was the, just funny, like, the funny thing about that one is, is that in Eddie Murphy's early 80s stand-up routine, he'd reference movies like the Amityville Horror. He'd be like, get out. Too bad we can't stay, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, but, um, this movie also references uh, bed knobs and broomsticks. Well, yeah, because Disney's wanky, and they're like, like, remember, remember yeah. when we made that other thing? That it was good. References a lot of stuff. <laughs> remember yeah. the other better thing that we did? Yeah, <laughs> that's that. That should be their motto, really. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Disney, we did that other better thing that time. It's been a while, but we're gonna remind you. I think this might be the last of kind of like the bad Disney before Tangled kind of reinvigorated the uh, the animated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that came out later the same year. Everything they were so dependent on their live action stuff, and it, it's pretty well. Awful. I mean, those those Pirates of the Caribbean movies made fuck tons of money. I mean, yeah. surprisingly, yeah. some should have made more than others. Like the first one should have made a lot more money than that fucking. <laughs> well, the first the first one's the only decent one, you know. And the yes. first one's fine. I'm not going to take anything away from the first one. It makes sense why this other stuff happened. It's just that they suck, you know. Yeah, well, I actually was thinking about that movie when I was watching this in the beginning when uh, Cage is fighting uh, Horvath. I was actually like. You know, I wonder if they actually would consider casting Cage in the remake they're actually doing of the Pirates of the Caribbean series now. Jesus Christ, they're rebooting that? Yeah. They're yeah. Doing, they're not calling it a reboot. They're just saying they're doing another one, but it's going to be without Jack Sparrow, without any of the original cast. I see. So it's basically a reboot, yeah. I mean, Why don't they put Jeremy like Renner in it? <laughs> <laughs> there are those ties between Cage and uh, Depp, so I mean, yeah, yeah. you know. With, and, I mean... You might argue that that's the best thing Cage ever did. <laughs> some, some would, Shut you know. Death has some pretty deep, 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 uh, deep-rooted fans. Yeah. Um, so, uh, talking about Disney atrocities, um, the screenwriter, one of the three screenwriters on Sorcerer's Apprentice, I didn't look them all up, but one, there's a guy named Doug Miro who also wrote the Prince of Persia movie. Oh. And I know that none of us here finished the Prince of Persia movie, but for anybody started it, they're going to agree, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Wait, you mean the the uh, story that came out with that awesome hit game for the Wii? <laughs> Just like the Super Mario Brother movie? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys, fuck, fuck right off. It's all about Double Dragon, okay? <laughs> well, you know, uh, apparently Cage came up with the idea for the story. And I, yeah, I read I read that, and I'm like, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, Cage. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and actually, in an interview, it sounded like he had something else totally envisioned because uh, he wanted to do something. Uh, he said from ancient England, and uh, I, mean, I guess Arthurian myth, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, he told a friend that he wanted to play an ancient sorcerer, and he said, quote, unquote, like something from ancient England, if I can say it. And um, apparently his friend said to do the Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia, and um, and Cage says, quote, it, it's such an important movie in my life. We can extend that and turn it into a two-hour feature film and uh, would, that would hopefully entertain families. <laughs> Entertain families. I eat brooms. Well, and I couldn't help but notice his hat is very, um, very reminiscent of uh, Dresden from. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, you're getting into it. Yeah, no, he's a neckbeard. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read the crap out of that book. There's no way Harry Dresden is not a neckbeard. Me. <laughs> I, I happen to be a wizard, by the way. <laughs> well, the writer, the author wasn't. Yeah, actually, how um, lovely you're looking good. today. <laughs> but but uh, as it so happens, uh, Nick Cage was uh, a producer for that show. Short-lived. Oh, but. God, such a oh. show, too. I'm also showing that Lawrence Connor, one of the screenwriters on here, uh, was a writer, a credited writer for Superman IV, The Quest for Peace. Oh, Jesus. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, so there is talent on board here. <laughs> Wait, which Planet of the Apes? The the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Oh, oh God. Not to name drop anyone. If quest for peace, we'd still think uh, well of him. Oh. <laughs> well, Bob Dylan, Dylan once told me never drop a name. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. <laughs> My God, I did not know. <laughs> I think the oh. most enjoyment I got out of this film was just the beginning when he enters the shop, just because it's like, I think I've seen this before. I'm like, oh, my God, this is exactly like Dragon War Z. Is that what we're going to be in store for? And then it made me start thinking of the riff tracks that was done for Dragon War when the, oh, like the Korean claps his hand. Yeah, it's like the shopkeeper claps his hand and smiles at the kid. And they immediately go, well, hello, special page in the yearbook. <laughs> I expected the same thing when Cage told the kid, like, you're a bad liar. <laughs> like, oh my God, what's going to happen now? You're right. This should have had the same ending, too. Like like, like uh, Jay Baruchel there and the girlfriend, generic lady, they should have wound up on Magical Castle and, and Harry yeah. Carey themselves to save the world from the White Dragon. <laughs> and the film should have had, like, three different titles. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh. Uh, by the way, Sorcerer's uh, Apprentice, colon, that part of Fantasia, colon. <laughs> Fantasia Apprentice. Our, 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 our Mickey Mouse substitute character there, Dave, Dave, Dave uh, Barichel, he was in Nemesis Game with Adrian Paul. Mm-hmm. And like he him. was in uh, Million Dollar Baby, and he was in Knocked Up. Yeah. And he yeah. might possibly have done a voice in some kid's dragon movie or something, but, you know, I can't. Really <laughs> he might have helped him. The training of a few dragons. I'm, possibly, I mean, like it, it might just be a rumor. Um, yeah. He's also but, uh, very big into pot. Like, he, really, I, big into you, pot. you surprised me, sir. Why would a guy like that be big into pot? I just, I don't understand that. That's incongruous. <laughs> uh, well, he's, he's also in, in was it Mans- he, He's that? also my age, so he's too old for the part. 
So he did great Jerry Lewis in this film. <laughs> oi, lady! <laughs> oh, the brooms! Oh, no! I the shoes! Oi! <laughs> <laughs> I like the girl. I want to date her, but oh, no! I <laughs> need. Oh, she fell in the pool. She committed suicide. I'm going to jump in. We're going to suicide together. Oi! Well, he was also he was in Man Seeking Woman, and I really enjoyed that. Well, yeah, the first he was season. in Goon as well. I mean, he had a pretty oh. good part in that. So uh, how'd, how'd you guys uh, like her uh, generic interchangeable girlfriend in this that doesn't know nothing about physics or nothing? She blended <laughs> in perfectly to the background. <laughs> Possibly the worst college DJ I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, wait, you played that song on your program? You oh, my God. A public song? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know any of the music, so it must have been American cool. authors. <laughs> yeah. Every song that was ever in a Mac commercial, she'll play it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that brings me to a good question. What the hell happened to his like husky friend from when he his was a kid? Roommate that was uh, threatening to eat him, or oh no, oh, no, I, yeah, the one who said you shouldn't draw in the window because yeah. yeah, if, if you draw with the marker, the airplane it'll hit the trade center, and then we'll all be sad. <laughs> he traded up. <laughs> kid was totally like his wingman in elementary school, and oh, then no, like, that, that was his friend in college too. That's the same guy. <laughs> Proven <it. laughs> exact same shot. He was just laziness with the casting director. Yay, he's black. Whatever. Orgasmo in a stunt cock. It's like, do you see anything wrong with this? Like, no, he was, he was black all along, but but he had a temporary childhood albinoism, and he'd like spent too much time in the basement. Person <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, but the woman who played Veronica. Uh, is Monica Bellucci, which <laughs> I have to admit, like, oh. at first I thought, is she, like, is she related to, uh... She was in a thing or three, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, was she related to John Bellucci? And then I was like, no, 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 Bellucci, oh, no, Bellucci. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, no, it can't yeah. be that amazing. But, um, she was... John Bellucci. <laughs> she was in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which means that we could totally cover that for one of our bonus episodes now. But do we for have Wonder to? Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie? <laughs> Everybody do we have to? Dracula's going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, now picture Bram Stoker's Dracula, but Cage is Dracula. <laughs> Speaking of awesome movies, by the way, uh, how is the Sorcerer's Apprentice not just the diet version of Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon with time acting? Exactly. Yeah, see? Yeah, okay, I'm not alone here. Yeah, Vanity played good music. When Dave stopped the freaking daggers from kidding, killing Nick Cage toward Dave, the end while ending the part four. No. Yeah, I was like, you are the last dragon. I just started glowing. Yeah, and you got, you got show enough, Shogun Ahada. <laughs> Shut up, no. a.k.a. Drake Stone. That would have been a funky-ass vase portrait, though. Yes, <laughs> this is true. Oh, that's true. Uh, I have been learning the moves. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you turn into a pig that just loves physics. Who's <laughs> the master? My pointy shoes. <laughs> I love them. Point of shoes. <laughs> I'm a latter day French Stewart. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> That's just below the belt, man. <laughs> he knows it's true, though. Star of Home Alone 4. <laughs> Even French Stewart doesn't want to be a French Stewart. <laughs> goes out in disguises. Oh, God. So I I thought like he was such a little shit kid when he was young because he's like yeah Cage tells him like don't touch anything and he's just like fuck it I've already well, destroyed the property of the school bus the entire <laughs> movie is his fault you know it's like you're the one oh you fucked up and you're gonna end the world now good job the one yeah. well they just show him like he realizes that he can burst something out of the wall and he's like breaking well, this man's wall. Magic Dragon to a freaking nine-year-old. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
if it likes you, you can keep it. Because <laughs> that light on this your pee rapey. You'll be famous. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's like coming to anybody. my store, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Come in here. Here. I'm going to wrap my dragon around your finger. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Can we also, can you just say also, there is no world where I believe that Jay Baruchel at this time is 19 years old. Yes. I was just saying, it's like, it's like, this came out when I was almost 30, and I'm the same age as him. It's like, yeah, I'm in college. It's really right. swinging and cool. I'm right. I'm college and I'm like teaching. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, it's been 10 years and you're a fucking teacher? What the fuck happened here? He's the weed keeps me young. He's living in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles base from Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he's not in dorms. He's a creeper underneath the school with a Tesla coil, like spiriting young blonde girls down there. <laughs> you know, if they had actually found a trash can in Nick Cage's store, I would have thought this was a prequel to the trash can kids. That's what you mean. You need Anthony Newley to show up and teach them a song about how everybody's different. <laughs> yes. To his credit, though, at least with the Tesla coils, he wasn't like doing it to the music, the uh, the intro to uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC. Yeah, <laughs> every science show I've ever been to. And the movie didn't have to shove that song down our throats again. And again. And oh, again. No, no, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the there's there's other there's other Cage movies to do that for us, you know. Yeah, no, and at least there wasn't any Joan Jett and the Blackhearts on the soundtrack. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can live all the rest of my life and never hear them ever again, since they're in every movie trailer ever. Well, that one song is like the the I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. I don't know all of them. Like I love rock and roll and all that, you know. And I hate yeah. myself for loving you. It's like let's 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 not let's not let's no more no more Joan Jett. You know, I love no her more, though. No more Paul Simon. Hey, you know, no <laughs> more Green Day. <laughs> no more Hotel California, please. Yes. Yeah. Ever again. Yeah. Play Salisbury Hill again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like that guy had a whole bunch of albums. He had most songs on the Miami Vice soundtrack, and you're gonna play that one song all over again. Like, come the fuck on. <laughs> and I ain't talking about Sledgehammer, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Apparently, Teresa Palmer, who played uh, Blur in the Background girlfriend, is from Australia. Oh, and... she's from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> she is only uh, five years younger than I, so uh, she must have been in like her mid twenties during this movie. Okay. Mm. But she's been in a lot of stuff, and apparently she's also a writer and a uh, producer. Yeah, what she write? So okay, one thing. Did she write the songs that make the whole world sing? <laughs> Obviously not. Um, I'm just gonna imagine she's Olivia Newton John. <laughs> oh no, she wrote something called The Ever After. And uh-huh. it doesn't have anybody I recognize. Mm. Oh no, it has Rosario Dawson. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know her. Oh, she's yeah. in that absolutely shitty version of Point Break. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, no, you see the trailer, it's like, I'm Bodie. It's like, you're supposed to be Swayze? Yeah. No. <laughs> you're joking, right? You're <laughs> Swayze. Fuck off. <laughs> Actually, I would have paid to see the live play version of the Point Blank they do. And what they do is they grab a random person from the audience to play Keanu Reeves' part to prove that anyone could play that part. <laughs> Literally Magical. better. Oh, she was also in Take Me Home Tonight, which actually is like it's a Suncoast former employee wet dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Adrian was, uh, Adrian used to work in, uh, Hollywood Video. Uh, yep, for Ooh. four years. For four glorious oh. years. Right up until the rug got pulled down from me, un- from, uh, from under me. Oh. <laughs> I built I, my entire podcast identity against my, uh, management at, at Suncoast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally forgot that you worked at Suncoast. How could you? I talk about it every show. It's a drinking game. <laughs> Linda, how did you forget that? What the fuck with you? Jesus, Linda. <laughs> well, I am drinking wine out of a sippy cup. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, this dragon's starting to feel heavy. 
<laughs> so dragons Is your mind clear? <laughs> We're going to go to Chinatown and experience some stereotypes together. I hope you like that. Yeah. <laughs> then cops are going to show up, and I'm going to go back into my character from World Trade Center briefly. Right? Yeah. Well, he did. He had the mustache. <laughs> You're not a big talker, are you, Sarge? Ah! 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 <laughs> oh, oh. Bring me a water bottle, Sarge. <laughs> but then we found out through that scene that uh, Jay Barishal can actually rock a, a '70s stash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see. This would have been a porno. Oh. <laughs> it would have made more sense. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get this to wrap around your fist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just like, my dragon. Just oh, my finger? It's not for your finger. <laughs> If it likes you, you can keep it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> if this movie had made money, there would have been porno versions of it, like with the Blair Witch Project. Or Edward <laughs> Penis Hands. <laughs> or Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> Lord of the G-Strings. Yeah. Yeah. That was think... a golden age, Linda, okay? <laughs> and it was <laughs> glorious. We had I Edward Penis Hands and Snatch Adam. Yes, Snatch Adam. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just saying you know Deep Throat actually had more dramatic uh, weight than most of the movies we watch. Deep Throat, and 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 that was a great soundtrack by the way. <laughs> yes, it was. Whole lot of people taking in the mouth. Try and look up Sex World. It'll it'll stay in your head for a while. <laughs> I just think that we are missing a huge opportunity by not being like porn producers and directors. I mean, like I think you that's know. where our millions lie. <laughs> you got a couch up there? You got a couch and a cell phone, that's all you need, I hear. <laughs> and a pocket full of dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will I really be a movie star if I do this? <laughs> sure, baby. <laughs> oh, hello, repressed memories. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe Donnie will tell us one day about that movie he was in. (laughs) I tell you when I can show you. (laughs) Uh. So I watched Brain Damage today and I've got that song stuck in my head. (laughs) Was it uh, Amor's tune? Yes. Aylmer's. Yeah. <laughs> we should just reboot that. Yeah. Is that the uh, the Hennenlauter one there? Uh, Director of Basket Case and, and yes. Frankenhooker. Yes. yes. Yeah. Frankenhooker, the greatest movie of all time. That yes. really is the greatest movie. It, it really what a day. Is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you guys, Video you mentioned of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the stock chip in it. <laughs> You mentioned Sex World earlier, and that just makes me think it's like this is set in New York City. What if it was set in New York City in 1980? And also, that, I honestly <laughs> thought it was because all the freaking paper that was just floating around on the streets and trash everywhere. Oh, apparently they used something like a ton of of, of confetti for the Chinatown scene. It's like, yeah, yeah just waste some shit. Great. Well, yeah, not only that, like even in the beginning when he was a kid. It's like yeah. people chasing down the note. I'm like, how the hell are you going to find it with all this trash just free floating everywhere? But yeah, if it was they, they should have saved that for the end, and it would have been like the end of Darkman. Yeah. If it was set in the '80s, it'd be like, you want to do some magic? Oh, Here, do a line with me. <laughs> I'm a magician. <laughs> there's that. There's that movie from that 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 someone put out, the story of a junkie, which is sort of a pseudo documentary. Oh, yeah. And and that's and that's in New York in the in the mid eighties and there's the part where there's the guy in the street corner just talking about how much he loves cocaine. <laughs> like cocaine is my favorite drug. I like it and I love it. I will always stick by it. <laughs> well, thank I, you for the monologue. Honestly, here came to my eye. It was like he was just so impassioned. <laughs> I think I would have appreciated this more if it was made today and you had Joaquin Phoenix's Joker waiting in the shop for the kid when he entered. <laughs> 
<laughs> so my mom said, I'm here to put a smile on the world. <laughs> I go, oh, God. <laughs> oh, the Arcana Cabana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, 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 great name, that Arcana Cabana. I'm yeah. sure he named that himself. <laughs> It, it, you gotta, you gotta love too how there's a, there's supposed to be this commitment to Arthurian legend, you know, in, in British myth, yeah. and yet, and yet the the uh, the MacGuffin in it is a freaking Russian Matryoshka doll. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wondered how they were going to explain that, consistent. but they never did. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they they they're they're like you know we're only spitting on one culture. We got to tack in a couple more. Let's offend some Russians and Chinese because those aren't a major part of the audience anymore. You know, if Highlander can have a Scottish, Egyptian, Spanish prince, I mean, why not? And you know why Highlander can do that? Because it won an Academy Award for the greatest movie of all time ever. Because <laughs> it was a, a documentary filmed in real time. It was done in real time. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? I rap my rascal two times. <laughs> By the way, Dana Snyder does one of the voices in uh, Paradise PD. You guys have to check I it out. I love oh. him so much. Me too. <laughs> what, what but uh, this movie? Yeah. Seen a bunch of great things lately, and this was not one. What problems have you had with this film? Well, okay, this is actually not the worst movie I saw this week. What? Yeah. No, no fucking eight. No, because I also watched Jupiter Ascending. Oh, oh. <laughs> why? <laughs> well, because you know it's like a train wreck, and you're like, wow, those intestines are really popping out. And uh, it was free on Netflix, and and uh, you know, with all the things I've had to pay for, I'm attracted to anything I don't have to pay for. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can relate. I watched Velocipaster, and that was actually really good for being really horrible. Oh, uh, well, so yours that. worked out better. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping we could all watch it together. 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 Well, why don't you uh, why don't you recruit some uh, some evil soldiers, you know, and go to your uh, friend who works at the food cart and get him to refer you to a stage magician, and he can watch it with you. Obviously, that's what I gotta do. Yeah. Uh, when talking about working with Cage again, um, Tur- Turtle Tob said that since high school, quote. He still has the same kind of sexy, masculine toughness. He was a rebel. He was an artist, a true artist. He was also a Coppola back then. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah that's true. <laughs> Uncle <Exactly>. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Francis punching holes in the door at, in the at studio screening rooms and, you know, arguing with people. Having them a little spaghetti bit. dinners. To- yes, giving up spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he and Kathleen Turner went toe to toe. You know, it was it was rope a dope. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that Turtle Tob uh, used that to refer to his high school chum. It's like, yeah, you guys uh, hang hang out in the locker room much? Yeah, after practice maybe. <laughs> <laughs> good game, good game there, John. <laughs> yeah, good game, there, Nick. <laughs> You've got this sexy masculine toughness, Nick. I wish I was you, Nikki. Ah, oh, jeez. Don't worry, John. You will be. <laughs> well, and when Brookheimer was talking about Cage, he said, quote, he's a good luck charm. He's, you know, just a wonderful actor and great individual. And he's funny, quirky. You always get a surprise when he's on screen. You never quite know what kind of character he's going to play. He's always different in every movie. Cage real is good a symbol of my individuality. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious. Bruckheimer's saying that because the Bruckheimer Cage uh, collaborations, like in terms of the box office, have literally been diminishing returns. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's like it's like the, the Rock and Con area did really well, and but but uh, freaking uh, uh, you know uh, um, Gone in sixty seconds a little worse, you know. National <laughs> Treasure was a fluke. Then there's the G Force, not as well, and there's this. Yeah, and I was thinking, like he was saying, that he's always a different character in every movie. And I was thinking, uh, yeah, but in G Force, he was just his character from he was Charlie from uh, uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. Mm-hmm. Like lies, Bruckheimer. <laughs> well, Bruckheimer didn't watch that. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Maybe their relationship is kind of like John Carpenter and Kurt Russell, where it's like I just like working with you. I don't care if it sucks. I just like working with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like it when we just like hang out, you know, and don't even don't talk. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading your mind right now. That's what this movie could have used, Kurt Russell. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Because because uh, uh, Jay Santa Claus show, movie, you know, gets no. into the oh, gets into the car with Santa? him, and then Kurt Russell explains that that Rolls Royce is completely death proof. <laughs> <laughs> but to get the benefit of it, honey, you really have to be sitting in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could have Goldie Hawn as the girlfriend. <laughs> well, on, I get it. I get it. It's ball. a joke, and it's super funny. I get jokes. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Did you guys have anything else to say about this uh, movie? <laughs> uh, you know, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Everybody, go watch that instead. Uh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles: Secret of the Ooze. Go watch that instead. Or the Page Master. I mean, that <laughs> Oh, Page Master. We still love you. I was a little bit reminded of Wishmaster 4. (laughs) (laughs) But this is no Wishmaster 4. Let's be real. (laughs) Should that just be our our rating for every movie now? Was it better or worse than Wishmaster 4? (laughs) Was it Leprechaun in the Hood or was it Wishmaster 4? (laughs) Leprechaun 4 in space! That's a Wishmaster 4. Let's forget he went to space. <laughs> it had Dr. Mittenhand, who turned into Dr. Mitten's spider. <laughs> and the space princess, who takes off her top and says, look upon them. That's and right. <laughs> I still hope and pray for a Leprechaun versus Wishmaster film, but... <laughs> demonic toys. <laughs> Uh, you can visit our Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Cage's Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wish for it, Donnie. Make it so. I mean, so like, you want me to go kidnap Warwick Davis? Movies, you, know? <laughs> you want me to just go show him at Warwick Davis's home and pick him up? If we have Warwick Davis, we have to have you. Seth Green also. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They sure. have that history YOLO, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can move on to my sad segment. Are you really going to mention people with their clothes off in a kid's film? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have taken my kids to see this. <laughs> if I had any, which I didn't. Somebody here did take their kids to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to, you know, you're our guest and all. I'm not going to say anything about parental irresponsibility, but. <laughs> all I'm saying is it would have been weird if my daughter's like, come on, let's see some cage dick. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of D-War. <laughs> I would have been like, that's my child. <laughs> Well, there, there are movies, you know, where they'd sex him up a bit, you know, make him hot. This wasn't one of them. You know? No. <laughs> I mean, he's got that damn hat on and the hair. He's like, I can read my lines. What are you talking about? <laughs> and the, the jacket made of human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, do your segment. Yeah, what's your segment called? What's it called? I want his clothes off. Clothes off. <laughs> Yeah, there's hey, nothing. This movie rated? <laughs> <laughs> but in my 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 dreams. <laughs> in my mind. But this head movie makes my eyes ring. <laughs> in my head movies you get to see his wang and you see there are three dogs. <laughs> oh. I mean he's a sorcerer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica has to dance the dance of the three snakes. But her husband <laughs> says love is a distraction. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Are you guys ready to face this off? Oh, fuck. Um, I mean, we can, but before we do, I have three really wonderful reviews of this to share. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. I mean, uh, so a one and a half star just said Literally. this movie was awful. 
It's like, how could Jay Baruchel do this to himself? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's pretty charming, and he looks like a Borscht belt hack in this film. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Nicholas seems to have forgotten how to act. Plus, let's face it, he's just creepy. Did you see how he looked at that child actor? <laughs> Would not recommend. <laughs> I mean, Mostly remember fair. Alfred Molina from Not Without My Daughter? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that when he was just beating the shit out of Sally Field for 90 minutes? <laughs> As you do. <laughs> My second favorite is this movie was so lame. What hero do you know that gets their powers at the end of the movie? So, so lame. I'm definitely going to look at other people's reviews of this film and judge them. I wasted my money and I wasted my time. But my favorite one star review, hard to believe Cage would be in this movie. That's it. <laughs> You know, like somehow it was that they to get that naive. I mean, like, did they not see like everything else? He did? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Jesus, even this movie, I'm like, I, some of this seems so familiar. And then I did like you, I started thinking of all these other movies that had a right. similar story. But then I'm like, oh my God, no, I came to self-realization or it's the medication and my chest coronavirus thing. Yeah, but man. like, my ex, the Crypt Keeper, she yeah. watched so many Nick Cage films. And I remember she did watch this because I was forced to watch the last part of it because I was gaming in the other room. And she got mad that I wouldn't watch the movie with her. But I told her that was a life choice. But <laughs> she has so many of those because she loved Nick Cage films. And now I'm remembering mm. why I remember some of these really shitty movies in 2000. Yeah, there's the whole day. part at the end where they go to the customs house in the Bowling Green. I'm like, oh, hey, I went there. That's where I bought that whiskey that time. Hey. <laughs> Why is this scene still on? Well, apparently Jay Baruchel's, uh second, uh, uh, not movie, but uh, second a uh, professional acting gig was in uh, the uh, TV series of The Worst Witch. Oh, my God. They made <laughs> really? Huh. that? Fucking love the worst witch, man. Oh, oh my god, god. Yeah. like all the other Canadian actors did? Yes. yes. <laughs> so when you couldn't be on Degrassi Junior High, this is where she went. <laughs> or any of the Anne of Avonlea reboots. <laughs> <Okay>. My <laughs> Tesla coil, please, Stevie Wonder. Would you like to have sex with me? <laughs> but you know they've got a worst witch show on Netflix, too. <laughs> I mean, I love the original movie. I mean, fucking Tim Curry, man. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can happen on Halloween. So, face off. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Adrian, who you got? Oh, well, hey, you know, this should have been straight to video, so maybe Kate should have been Daniel Stern. You know, Jay Burchell <laughs> should have been French Stewart. Oh. You know. Uh, is, is there a, is there a straight to video version of Alfred Molina? There's got to be. Well, hey, well, hey John Riz Davies. There you go. Uh, oh, Sci-fi yeah. original. <laughs> well, and, and, and as the uh, stage musician guy, Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I would have accepted Sam Neill too. <laughs> this is not reality. Magic hmm. oh, Can't leave. The ship won't let you. <laughs> what you got, Donnie? Um, I kind of went the route Adrian did of either this is going to be on straight to video or in the dark, dark cinemas that used to exist in New York. <laughs> so as Morgana, we would have Edith Macy and Balthazar would be John Waters. Dave yes. would be Mary <laughs> Vivian Pierce. Harvest would be David Lechery. And Drake Stone would be Dan, Danny Mills, but for Veronica and for Becky, I went on RuPaul's side. So for Becky, we have William, and for Veronica, yes. we have Mimi I'm first. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. Andy, who do you have? All right. I went the animated route with this because, <laughs> let's be honest, it should have stayed animated. Yeah. Uh, so for Balthazar, we have Mr. Toad as a guy who spends money on <laughs> unbelievably <laughs> stupid shit. Um, wild ride! <laughs> Dave, 
Dave does need to be played by Mickey Mouse because I would love to see a young Mickey Mouse pissing himself. Uh, <laughs> it, well, I didn't know it wasn't piss, but what, yeah. Uh, for Horvath, Governor Radcliffe from Pocahontas, because if you really needed that super large, feminine guy. <laughs> there you go. Um, I had I, I had a lot of difficulty trying to find a completely blank slate that's only led from place to place to place. So Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, um, yeah. <laughs> somebody who was infinitely punchable in the balls that uh, for Drake, and I came up with Freddie from uh, Big Hero Six, <laughs> Jay Miller's uh, character. Yes, <laughs> and for. Um, for uh, Bennett, uh, Dave's uh, once white, then black friend, I came up with uh, Clawhauser from Zootopia. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to throw in a live action Bob Hoskins somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you're so right, though. This would have been so much better if it were animated. If this is just even like, I wouldn't even care if this was like, you know, Disney House of Mouse style animation. Right. It's so much mm. better. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of you are probably going to, uh, none of you are probably going to get my face off uh, theme. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. But um, as uh, Balthazar, I have Sean Gunn. As Dave, I have Keiko Agena. And as uh, Horvath, which I prefer to, to pronounce it Horvath, uh, <laughs> I have Emily Carota. And they're all from uh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Dave is played by Lane and well, Hor- shouldn't Horvath. Shouldn't Sebastian is- Bach be on there somewhere? God, he should be. God, <laughs> how did I miss that? I remember you. <laughs> Horvath is played by uh, Mrs. Kim. But she has to have her accent from Gilmore Girls. I'm, I'm I'm surprised you didn't you didn't bring up as you frequently do about the movie being white as fuck. Hey, well, yeah. that's how I fixed it. I I put uh, two uh, awesome Asian ladies in there, and uh, well, shotgun. Because there's only the two black people. There's 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 his roommate who wants him to get more laid because they're a wolf pack, and then there's the guy who steals his girlfriend's purse. Oh yeah, trust me. No, I, I, it, I, it did occur to me that it's white as fuck. <laughs> it has, it, it, it had those, uh, those uh, ahead of the curve 2010 race relations, as Roger Ebert yeah. calls them. I actually <laughs> thought you could make this better if you just replaced everyone with the cast of Buffy. Oh okay. <laughs> you know what? Fits. It does sync up. Yeah, except it'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> and more yes. musical. Yes. yes. <laughs> Starring Anthony Stewart Head as Balthazar. And Spike as Becky. <laughs> I'd rather have Burry Head, thank you. Because I get my kicks above the waist, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, now it's time for Cage or Busey. Oh. Adrian, what was the answer to our our last episode's Cage or Busey? Oh, well, I have to read it, don't I? Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a completionist, whatever. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the one with the I remember, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was Irene Nussbaum, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I used to be very arrogant. I used to say that when I die... It's going to be really messy because I have the Japanese samurai code. The more blood, the more nirvana you obtain in the other life. You would reach a higher state. And so I would try to be some sort of modern samurai with my thinking and brag that I wanted a car accident just torn apart all over the streets. Good lord. Thank you, Christian Bale. Yeah. (laughs) But unfortunately, uh, that was Nicolas Cage that said that. Cage, cage, cage. You know, he's he's a magic samurai. He wants us all to know it. (laughs) And for today's episode, when asked what he would title uh, his autobiography, he answered... Back off, there's a lobster loose. Oh, wow. <laughs> Was 
it cage or Busey? That just reminds me of the one scene in Annie Hall where he tries to recreate the moment with Annie, only it's Sigourney Weaver this time, and she doesn't get it. Honestly, I thought that was Hunter S. Thompson. I don't give it away. Oh, good God, there's lobsters all over the car. Oh, Jesus, what are these goddamn animals? <laughs> this is lobster country. Radio, man, radio. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode to uh, find the answer. Uh, were y'all able to find any cagey wisdom in all this crap? Don't ever go in that store. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what that note said. Don't go in the store. Yeah, if a man says, if my dragon likes you, you can keep it. Don't. Just, just he don't. went all over the world and he put those things in kids' hands. Well, we didn't see what happened afterwards. We don't know what he's doing or not doing. Oh. Never yeah. trust a college radio station that's playing One Republic. Yes. yes. And she plays it every night, apparently. Uh, Honestly, it's the thing that bothered me the most about this movie. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, they, they might not have had the obvious stuff like ACDC and Joan Jett, but that soundtrack's still awful. Yeah. Bar uh, uh, commercials and Top 40 Radio. Yeah. And for the 50th time today, Seven Nation Army. Then <laughs> I'll play some Ben Rector. Then I'm going to play that Black Horse and the Cherry Tree song. That song's great. <laughs> Let's go out and do some shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in college. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of crazy, just saying. <laughs> um, my wisdom that I, I was able to find in all this was, if you do anything super embarrassing in school, you could just transfer out. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Every time you watch yourself, different school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> time to back I up. Grade, I'd been in 11 schools. That was a critical <laughs> moment that really this could have turned into an Adam Sandler film when he wet himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, no, useless, uh, useless uh, prologue there, yeah, and then it's like, hey, I was just picking up my stuff, and you're really pretty, you know, you know that time in school, I'm different now, honest. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go get some Popeye's chicken? Oh, I mean, when he was donuts. creeping up her skirt. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had a uh 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 face off or excuse me close off segment there <laughs> yeah. oh it could have gone basic oh, yeah, see we could we could yeah we could have had sharon stone in this yeah that, that would have improved it you know measurably had legs with the stockings yeah it's paul verhoeven's <laughs> the sorcerer's oh. apprentice this time it's far more entertaining it makes me think of that. Oh God, what was that movie that we watched, Donnie, with the pilgrims? And it had like a. It was like Thanks a whole, killing. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it was Thanks Killing. Oh, no, the one with Love the woman State? that had. Yeah, yeah, with the woman with the tattoo across her thighs that said <laughs> "Welcome, stranger." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what <Yeah>. the hell? <laughs> we had an interesting childhood with blockbuster yeah. and Hollywood video. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, to be fair and enough, I had a one, too. Remember the yeah. night we stayed in Phoenix and we thought we were watching a preview for Escape from L.A., but it turned out to be a PM entertainment movie with shower blowjobs in it. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and so my wisdom is watch your kids and what they watch. Oh, <laughs> uh, video. It's what you want to watch. <laughs> And so I guess it's time to uh, say, please, please, please help us out by listening, following, rating and reviewing Cage's Kiss, especially on Apple Podcasts and over on Podchaser. And uh, check out our stuff on YouTube. It features that awesome Adrian art. And uh, check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Cage's Kiss. That's C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. Uh, no apostrophe. Uh, you can find us on Our Facebook. Our is on your list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we have those quality uh, cage gifts at uh, Cages Kiss. And you can visit our website at cageskiss.com. We now have a page featuring a uh, Adrian Art. Wow. So, uh, and I'd really, really like to thank um, – Let's see. It's sorry. MC316D oh. uh, from Great Britain. Wait, 
They're the ones who did Kick Out the Jams, right? <laughs> I actually thought she was going to say MC Scat Cat, and I got sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Dress I thought it was one of the call okay. signs of one of the Enterprises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and MC Chris. And <laughs> <laughs> um, also, anyway, uh MC said, uh, how have I only just heard about this? Two episodes in and damn so good. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Mark. We really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty drunk. I don't remember if I, if I said their, their name was Mark. <laughs> but there you are. Well, we really, really appreciate it, Mark. Uh, we, we love you more than just friends. And, uh, anyway, also, uh, you can check out my other show, Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks. That's, uh, B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S. We cover, uh, witches in, uh, all forms of entertainment and in history. And we also cover heroic and just plain awesome animals in our favorite familiars segments. They use blood in their rituals and the most powerful blood is baby's blood. Shh. <laughs> 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 Adrian, what you got? Ah, uh, the, the usual. Um, you know, I'm I'm on DeviantArt as Leo the Fox, all lowercase, all one word, and I'm on Patreon as Leo the Fox, all lowercase, all one word. And you you need to hop on there because web comic in the works is about to happen. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Go go over there and prove it ain't. You should start posting yeah. your uh, stuffed animal movies. <laughs> there might be legalities involved in that. <laughs> Fair enough. Donnie. Um, if I die next week, then remember me as I lived. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am, I was, I shall be. Uh, yeah, I'm Unreal Goals on Twitter and I believe on Instagram. I'm also the boy who blew over on Pornhub. Please don't follow me for the love of God. And that's about all I got. I've always been dead or dying or getting ready to die. <laughs> if you die, I'm going to take all your movies. Uh, like everybody's heard it here. I, I claimed them. But I'm being buried with my stuff because nope, you know nope. it's mine. <laughs> well, Donnie, you can't do that unless somebody's getting buried alive with you. Let's get real. <laughs> We have a guest. <laughs> Are you suggesting that Andy be buried with you? No. I, I don't think that's Andy, what's she up to? <laughs> oh, not much. I'm just thinking about getting buried. <laughs> You'll be my friend till the end, Andy. <laughs> this is the end, Tony. <laughs> I've been thinking about working on that, uh, that, that, that Kill Bill punch, just so I can oh. punch my way out of the casket. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, why did practice. Jeff Bridges figure out to do that? I mean, God. <laughs> Wiggle your little toe. Wiggle your little toe. <laughs> so where can people find you, Andy? <laughs> okay, well, you can find me on the socials at Geek Salad Radio on Twitter and on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast. The podcast itself can be found at geeksalad.podbean.com. Uh, there's an app for that, as well as on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, and iHeartRadio. We also have a YouTube channel where we do weekly movie reviews. Uh, it's just Geek Salad Podcast. Yeah, it's, it was fun this week because I'm away. And um, technology is just not my – new technology is not my friend when I'm trying to improvise on. Oh. I need to get this done. How old are my headphones? I'm sure the microphone still works. Uh, <laughs> oh, but you can it's check the remix out. of you. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, it was muffled. A friend of mine from high school saw the video. He's like, you need to work on your microphone. Like, I needed to know that microphone was – the headphones were seven years old, so – yeah, um, but you can find we're we're all about nerdly nerdly goodness, and uh, please check us out. Yeah, and thank yeah. you guys so much for having me. Very yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. It's I just love so your uh, episode today about spoopy uh, shows with <laughs> Dark Shadows and Twilight Zone and um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? So good, <laughs> so good. But uh, I anyway. haven't left Collinwood in years, and I won't tell you why either. 
Uh, you'll be hearing from us next week when we cover Season of the Witch, which you can find. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know. We have to pick up every stick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if Jane agrees, uh, I think we're going to be your guests. <laughs> so uh, you could find uh, find it streaming on Netflix and HBO Go or anywhere else you stream HBO. But uh, until then, uh, Donnie's going to die. Uh, yeah, actually, and speaking of, when uh, Tom Hanks came out that him and his wife have coronavirus, he did officially make the statement, somebody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> <laughs> you got a toy in me. You got some toy in me. If you feel a little lonely, come play with me. Oh, got a toy in me. Ironically, now he is stuck on an island with Wilson. He is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Wilson. I'm sorry. Oh my God, that's I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Excellent. So much time I wasted in movie theaters. I could have been making something of myself. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. Kiss me. Hey all, this is Cindy from Dummy World. Together with my co-host Kelly, we examine the underbelly of society. From true crime to urban legends to cults and beyond, Demi World supplies your weekly fix of the dark side of life. New episodes air Monday. Find Demi World where your favorite podcasts live.